Well, I, I do like lanes. What's up, y'all? Wes Rucker here from Go Vols 24-7, welcoming you to the Go Vols 24-7 podcast. Got another one of our breaking news additions here for you. I'm joined uh, in the Blunt County Satellite Office, of course, by Grant Ramey. And Grant Ramey, it is, it is football camp time in Tennessee, and you and I are about to talk basketball. Why are we talking basketball? We're talking about basketball, and the only thing that could interrupt uh, football camp news and stuff like that, it's, a, it's an elite a basketball commitment uh, four-star shooting guard Keon Johnson uh, commits to Tennessee on Tuesday picking Tennessee over Ohio State he had Virginia as his, one of his finalists uh, not too long ago uh, and another really really good basketball player that that Rick Barnes is adding to this 2020 class he's the number one player in the state uh, he's the number 27 overall player in the class uh, to tell you kind of context where how highly rated he is as a four-star according to 24-7, he's the third rated, highest rated four-star uh, in the top two four-seven. So he's he's inching closer and closer uh, to a five-star. And this is another recruitment where they've just played the long game with this kid. They've been after him uh, consistently uh, since he popped up on the radar as one of the elite prospects. Uh, in this class a couple of years ago, uh, multiple unofficial visits to Knoxville took an official visit uh, in October. And uh, they played the long game and it worked, and, and they're adding him to a class that already includes Corey Walker, the, the four-star small forward out of Jacksonville who's been committed to, uh, since March, uh, and they got two elite basketball players, and they're still chasing more. Yeah, and to reset this for everybody, this kid uh, is from the Webb School in Bellbuckle, Tennessee. You know, there's a couple of Webb schools in Tennessee. There's the one in Knoxville. There's also the one over in the Mid-State, and this is the one over in the Mid-State. And this kid, as you said, Grant, 27 Overall rated player in the country, number five shooting guard in the country, obviously the number one player in the state of Tennessee. So Penny Hardaway is not going to get the number one player in the state this year, it seems. Uh, this kid is a really great prospect, and this is a kid, Grant, who recently, I mean, he his stock has been up the entire time throughout his recruitment. This is not some kid who exploded onto the scene. This is a kid who's been around for a while. As you said, Tennessee's been recruiting him forever. Um, but really, I don't want to say his his stock has exploded, but but his stock is rising in the past little bit. For for a guy to, to emerge as a pretty good prospect and then a great prospect, and then bam, now he's very, very elite, this kid's no joke. Yeah, there, there's been a real steady kind of improvement over the whole, you know, the whole two, three, whatever years he's been on people's radar. Uh, and it, it includes going all the way up to this decision. A couple weeks ago, he was in Colorado for uh, Team USA Basketball's uh, junior mini camp. It's, it's a bunch of kids under 17, some of the best, you know, under 17 prospects in the country. Uh, and he walked away with the MVP of that thing. And that's just kind of the uh, kind of icing on the cake for where he is right now as a prospect and kind of how much seems like everywhere he goes, anywhere he plays, AAU, the, the Team USA stuff, uh, he comes away as a standout. He comes away as a guy who plays extremely hard on both ends of the floor. Uh, as good as he can be offensively, he's just as good defensively. He's a really good athlete, uh, one of the most well-rounded guards in this class, one of the best two-way players. Uh, and the more you hear about him, the, the athletic ability, how, how much he's increased his shot-making ability over the last year, uh, how much effort he puts in on the defensive end, uh, he sounds like a guy that's that's a tailor-made Rick Barnes recruit, a guy who can do a little bit of everything. And uh, he's going to be a future first-round pick uh, whenever he goes to the NBA draft, and, and he's going to give Tennessee a, another elite piece uh, as they keep going forward and kind of really change the 
uh, recruiting perception of, of what they're trying to get started in Tennessee. You know, Grant, it's funny that, that without telling you exactly like we, you know, we script these things a little bit, not really, but, but we, we have stuff that, that we know we want to talk about. And I really did have written down the three things that you just said. And I was going to say that I'm not kidding you. When I talk about there's three things there, the athleticism, the length, uh, the ability to shoot and play defense right there. That is a Rick Barnes player. If I were if I were to sit there and, and make a list of the things that Rick Barnes wants most in a basketball player, uh, he likes that length and athleticism. He likes the ability to shoot the basketball and something that's non-negotiable. This kid plays two ways. He goes back and plays on defense. Uh, when you start putting together kind of a prospect profile of what Rick Barnes wants, Grant, this is the guy. Th- this guy has what he wants. Yeah, and, and you add on top of all that that he's an in-state player. Tennessee basketball fans love in-state prospects, especially uh, the ones that come in as highly ranked as a guy like Keon Johnson. I mean, go back to Robert Hubb, Scotty Hobson, uh, kind of those guys that are. Well, I guess Scotty's not from the in-state, but he's close enough. He's kind of he felt like an in-state kid when uh, he was there. But just what he brings to the table, Keon, and, and just kind of how much everybody was anticipating this loaded 2020 class. Tennessee did a lot of work early to get Corey Walker. Uh, in the boat back in March, and now they're adding Keon Johnson. Uh, they're still chasing uh, Jaden Springer, one that I think he's number 14, number 11, something like that, a five-star, you know, probably one-and-done elite kind of prospect. Uh, they're still in it for P.J. Hall, a four-star power forward out of South Carolina, the number 70 overall player in the class. So as much anticipation and build-up and, and looking forward to this 2020 recruiting cycle as there was, uh, they're kind of living up to it in these guys that they're get, not only getting – uh, but guys are staying after and kind of being a top five, a finalist kind of school for these elite prospects. Yeah, and again, you have mentioned this, but but now you're talking about, and again, everyone's rankings here are a little bit different, right? You know, you might be 25 in somebody's, 35 in somebody else's. I really trust our analysts. I'm not saying that just because we work here. I think Jerry Meyer, our guys, are, are some of this, the absolute best in the business. Uh, but what you've got with these two guys, with Corey Walker and Keon Johnson Grant, depending on which metric you're using, you're talking about two of the top 30 players in the same class nationally that are going to Tennessee. Now, now this is not, you know, if, if you're a Duke or Kentucky, you're doing this every year, but with like four guys, you know, th- this is what they do. Right. But with what Tennessee, with what they've done here the past few years, uh, I think I think back to the first couple of years of the first year that Rick Barnes was there, and, and we kept hearing about the seeds they were planting, right? They were talking about, you know, it's funny you talk about biblical stuff, you know, Rick Barnes, you, you reap what you sow, all that, you know, but but you go into it, and they knew early on that that they might not get five-star types early on the first year or two. What they started doing is they started recruiting the younger kids, and they really, really started building relationships with some of these kids. And I think a little bit in this last class, but really in this class right here, you're really starting to see sort of the the, the fruits of that labor, I guess. Yeah, and, and you go back to that 2016 class. They talked so much about that class laying the foundation for the program and kind of what they wanted to do, Grant Williams, Jordan Bone, uh, those guys. And you look at what they did on the floor and how they helped them build the program, and you're right. Since then, since day one, since they got here, they've been kind of playing that long game that we talked about earlier with a lot of these elite uh, recruits. They they recruited Josiah Jordan-James, the, the five-star guard in the 2019 class. They recruited him for four years. They gave him an offer uh, between his middle school and freshman year in high school. And, and because they were after them consistently from that point uh, is one of the reasons he picked Tennessee. I think it's the same thing with Keon. They've been after him so consistently uh, from the jump that this is the, all that kind of work they put in on that front. 
uh, paying off. And, and, and the more they go after these elite guys, I mean, any of these guys we're talking about would have been the number one, you know, top prospect on any board for Tennessee over the last several years. And here you're talking about four of these guys in one class that they're chasing and having a lot of success with. I mean, if you go to the 24 seven sports calculate uh, class calculator, add Keon Johnson in with Corey Walker, it's Tennessee the number four overall class in the country. And yeah, we're sitting here in August talking about, you know, where the, where the class is ranked, uh, but still that's significant. You're only trailing Virginia, Duke, Kentucky, and Gonzaga. That's, that's a elite, elite. Yes. Um, Say those names one more time. Say those names one more Duke, time. So everybody can hear it. Uh, Virginia's number one, Duke's number, I think two, Kentucky's number three, and Gonzaga's number four. I'm on a flip flop two and three. I'm not sure, but still Tennessee's number four in the country. Uh, with this commitment of, of Keon Johnson adding him to the 2020 class, which is crazy to think about, but uh, here we are. Yeah, and you talk about some perspective here. I think you hinted on this just a little bit. Uh, if if Josiah Jordan-James ends up being a two-year player, and we don't know that. He, he might be a one-year player, a two-year player, three-year player, four-year player. We don't know. But if he becomes a two-year player at Tennessee at least, you're talking about that next year. You can roll out a lineup there of Josiah Jordan-James, Corey Walker, and Keon Johnson. That's just what they have today with these two commitments in this class, and then you talk about if he comes back, if, if J3 comes back for a second year, you're talking about 60% of the guys on the floor at any given time could basically be five-star players. I, I don't know how many times that's happened at Tennessee, but I'd hazard a guess that you have to go back to the you know maybe the Ernie and Bernie days there, maybe with someone like Mike Jackson before. The last time you had three guys like that on the floor at one time for Tennessee. This is historic for this program, Grant. It really is. Yeah, and, and, and if Josiah Jordan-James is a one-and-done, that means he was crazy productive uh, and he was extremely good for the 2019-20 team. Uh, and if he does kind of toe the line between should he be a one-and-done or should he come back and he chooses to come back, yeah, you're, you're talking about that lineup. Uh, uh, Josiah Jordan-James, Corey Walker, uh, and Keon Johnson on the floor at the same time. And you're still in the thick of it uh, for a guy like Jaden Springer, who has a top five in, in Tennessee, is very much uh, among the favorites in that top five. To, to stick around and be a contender for him until the end. So yeah, yeah it's and, historic. It's a they've covered a ton of ground. And, and Springer, you you be in there battling a, a you know a Carolina kid for you know with Carolina for a Carolina kid. I mean that's that tells you again some perspective on where this thing is right now. Uh, th- this thing is um, they've got this thing going where they said they were going to take it, and I, I think that doesn't that doesn't need to be ignored. And, and one one last thing, Grant, before we get out of here, I, I think that that. What this maybe does a little bit is there were some people who wondered when Rob Lanier took that job at Georgia State, you know, he had kind of done a lot of the, you know, he was the associate head coach at Tennessee, but he did kind of a lot of the head coaching stuff because Rick Barnes is, you know, kind of older and just wants to do the basketball stuff now in some ways. So you wondered, is this going to hurt him in recruiting? Is this going to hurt things going forward? Is this going to be kind of a little, you know, a little little proof that the high watermark's already been passed? And And boom, right after this, they're still – going out and getting guys like this. So I think when you look at that staff, it, obviously everyone knows Rick Barnes, uh, but you're you're talking all three of those other guys too. Those three guys are, are young. They are good recruiters, and I think they're really helping this program right now. Yeah, you're, you're right on the money there. Mike Schwartz has done a great job here. Des Oliver has done a great job. And, and Kim English has stepped in, only been on the job a few months. He's a young guy, the youngest on the staff. Uh, he can really relate with these players. He's a really good recruiter. He's worked his tail off. So uh, it, it you know, you don't want to lose a guy like Rob Lanier and, and kind of what he's done for your program. But if, if you're going to replace him with somebody, uh, it needs to be somebody successful. And they've done that in Kim English and, and the other two guys have picked up the slack as well. You know what, Grant? I think we just left that at a 
pretty good place. Sounds good to me, boss. Appreciate it, Grant. Thanks for joining us, man. Guys, thanks for tuning in as always. I know these things are a little bit shorter than the others. Uh, we get right to the right to the business with these. But uh, if you want to wait a little bit more, we'll obviously have more on Keon Johnson, uh, Corey Walker, uh, and the rest of Tennessee's class. All those guys. We'll have more of that on the next Go Balls 24-7 podcast too. Got a ton of football stuff you can go back and listen to. We will have all of that stuff for you right here on this feed. Uh, and you can go get all of us on social media at uh, twitter.com slash govals247 and at facebook.com slash govals247. Or if you want to go straight to the foundation, drink straight from the hose, go to govals247.com. we got a lot of good stuff going on right now. We've got the 30% off of an annual subscription. And right now, with football preseason camp going on, it's one of the biggest kind of subscription drives of the year for us uh, and people come in droves right now this time of year for a reason go check out the site govals247.com see y'all in a little bit